Hi there guys and welcome to today's podcast. This is episode 10 of the Pints and Pundits. Uh, I'm the Peaky Pundit and I'm joined yet again by Pav. Uh, in today's podcast we're going to be looking at United's 4-0 season opener uh, victory at home at Old Trafford against Chelsea. Uh, we're also going to be looking at the other key Premier League results over the opening uh, weekend fixtures. Uh, and we're also going to be taking a look at VAR uh, that was uh, also introduced into the Premier League uh, this weekend as well. But before we get into it, uh, Pav, a big cheers on the Pints and Pundits. But as it is only uh, half eight in the morning, <laughs> we are on the waters and the coffees again. I think I had a few too many points in the Chelsea <laughs> game, mate. still recovering. <laughs> uh, but look, before we jump into it as well, a big shout out to our partners at the channel here, Duck and Cover. Uh, you can check out their fantastic range of men's clothing on the link uh, in the description of this video as well. Uh, but Pav, mm. let's jump straight into it. You're yes, at Old mate, Trafford yeah. for the season opener. Firstly, what was the mood like in and around the stadium before, during and after the game? Yeah, I mean, obviously he's doing the fan cams as well and it was, it was, it was a really good atmosphere, Peaky, you know, like we, we, we always knew it was going to be a good one, you know, fans are going to be up for an opening game, big game as well against, you know, uh, a club that's going to be, you know, competing with us for top four throughout the whole season. Um, looking a little quick analysis on the game from what I saw from, from the Stretford end. First half, to be fair, we were kind of quite lucky to go 1-0 up. Um, you know, they hit the woodwork twice. We we were a bit kind of jagged on the ball. We didn't really get a real good flow in. It, it just didn't seem like the players were connecting. But obviously got got the Rashford penalty, which kind of set us on our way. Chatting to the fans, um, you know, at half time, and they're all pretty much saying the same thing. You know, like obviously Wambasaka is looking great, Maguire's yeah. looking solid. However, I think Luke Shaw's being a bit being found out a little bit now, uh, which we're going to go into a bit later, yeah. I think, as well. Um, second half came out, and yeah, uh, stepped it up. Got got that first goal with Martial, and then pretty much a minute later, by, by the time I got sat down back into my seat from celebrating, Rashford bangs the third in, and then. Uh, Obviously, we've got the debut of Dan James coming on bagging his first goal. And it was it was an absolutely kind of great second half. First half, you know, could have been better, but not much, not many better ways to open a season with a 4-0 win. Could that be expected, though? First game of the season, first half, if you like, weren't really clicking. Just, yeah, need, need to get that maybe, flow maybe in, Maybe a few yeah. nerves as well. You know, first game, you know, the Premier League season back at Old Trafford after the way we finished last season. Do you think maybe there was a few nerves still, even though we had a good pre-season? Mm. Obviously, playing a competitive league game is very different to a pre-season game. Yeah, absolutely. Once, you know, uh, the pressure of the Premier League, especially against the likes of Chelsea, is going to definitely be there. Plus, you know, there's Harry Maguire making his first ever appearance in the Red shirt it's not you know Wambasaka and James had them they had those preseason games to bed in and get to know the squad yeah. Maguire straight in next to Lindelof a partnership he's never you know been in before and they look really solid together man you just mentioned about um sort of Rashford there and your quick analysis of the game when we were awarded the penalty and he, and he took it very well by the way mm. um did could you sense because I, I heard a few fans sort of coming out and saying it it almost seemed as though the fans were just about to get on his back a bit and getting mm. a little bit frustrated with him. It was, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit. I mean, he he was kind of, he wasn't really helping Shaw too much on the left side, but I yeah. think that might have been one of Ollie's tactics to say, look, don't stay defend high. too much, stay high and yeah. stay on the press. Uh, he just he was just having an average game. It was just nothing really special. But look, he he, he stepped up, hit that penalty, which no keeper was going to save. Yeah. And um, you know what? His, his second goal I was really impressed with because when he was through, I thought, I'm not too sure here because sometimes he's been a bit, He's been critiqued on his finishing, but he did, he did slot it away nicely. Have, have you found, like, since Ollie's come in, it seems as though he's kind of really worked with Marcus Rashford on his finishing, whereas before he used to be um, quite... If he had too much time to think about mm. it, he would kind of that, That's what things. I was thinking, like, because he, he was through for a few seconds. I thought, come on, Rash, you stick yeah. this one home. And, it, and you know what he did, and the strep for them went uh, crazy calm. for he it, yeah. It how, how did it look? Because look, through pre-season, me and you have been asking the question of who's going to be the number nine or the mm. out-and-out striker. Will it be Martial? Will it be Rashford? It seems as though Ollie's quite happy for them to, to kind of interchange in between game, you know, as the game goes on. 
do you think they're going to be developing a good understanding as mm. the season goes on? Absolutely. Look, I I, I thought Rashford would have started through down the middle yeah. uh, yesterday, but um, a lot of the other fans were saying Martial. Obviously, Martial started down the middle, and I think that's what Oli's going to stick with. Um, but you know, I still think Rashford can still bag goals from that uh, from that left hand side. You said the scoreline flattered us four um, nil. It did a little bit. Chelsea yeah. hit the kind of woodwork Twice, a couple of yeah. times as well in the first half. Um, was it just a case of maybe United turning a new leaf and, and being clinical for a change? You know, we've seen yeah. us waste so many chances. Absolutely, before. Peaky. I mean, we we took our chances well, um, and you know, when, when we attacked it, we did it with menace. We did it with kind of purpose as well. Whereas we did struggle at sometimes to break break Chelsea down a bit, but. You know, the, those two goals in, the, in a matter of minutes really just turned the whole game on its head. And you also mentioned about the high press um, from what I saw from the game as well. Um, Oli was obviously quite prepared to take a risk by leaving the two kind of wide attacking players quite high. Mm. Um, and United again won the ball back in Chelsea's half, if you like, quite yeah. a few times just from that high press. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that is going to be a tactic we're going to keep carrying forward even in the bigger games? Yeah, I, I think Oli's going to stick with this whole pressing mentality because he, he knows that the likes of City and the likes of uh, Spurs and and, and Liverpool, that's that's what they adopt, and that's that's what's been successful in mod, model football. So if we can kind of gel ourselves into that kind of you know that kind of way of playing, it's definitely going to be positive for Manchester United. But um, I, I want to kind of just have a little chat about um, the new signings, uh, yeah. both Maguire and Wambasaka, because every time Maguire headed that ball, like every time he you know made a tackle, crowd was cheering, crowd was on him. Uh, in a positive way. Um, and Wan-Bissaka as well. I mean, he was just absolutely outstanding. Let's focus uh, on Harry Maguire first, I think. Because, yeah. look, um, like you mentioned, he's had no game time as a United player. Uh, he probably didn't have a lot of time to train with the first team mm. um, after he signed because he was probably doing various shoots and media all pieces that, and yeah, all the marketing yeah. stuff with, with the football club. Um, but it, how reassuring was it to see a proper... Old school style centre back, um, like the likes of Rio Ferdinand yeah. and, and Vidic that we've seen in the past, standing there and, it and was, defending. It, the way it, it was a strange feeling, you know, Peaky, because whenever that ball came into the box or, you know, we had a Chelsea player attacking us, I just kind of had in my head, all right, we're kind of, we're settled, we've got a solid back four here. You're not worried Whereas, about it. <laughs> yeah, years, years gone by, I'm thinking Smalling, Jones, Rojo, well, what's going to happen here? But, um, yeah, you know, he was so assured. Um, I mean, I was looking at his stats as well after the game. He was pretty much near perfect performance. And um, yeah, there's a few instances where he was just kind of heading up the ball and chucking Chelsea players to the ground. You know what he was shouting about as well? He showed them kind of captain leadership. Commanding players. that back four. So great to see in Aaron Wambasaka, man. He, the guy is just... Uh, defensively best right back in, in the league. He looks like he was born to play for Man United, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. You know, in terms of like, we've missed a proper out and out sort of proper right back since mm. Gary Neville retired. Yeah, yeah. And we've had two makeshift ones, Valencia and Ashley Young. And by the way, it's not any fault of their own. It's they, they've put themselves up for selection. Mm. They've been picked to play in them, yeah, in them yeah. positions. The club never went and signed anyone. Um, they obviously identified we needed a right back. All pre-season watching him, we thought, you know what, this guy is, is absolutely fantastic. He's a, look, Peaky, he's a real deal, man. And I said it on a previous podcast as well. I said um, that £50 million a bargain. Yeah. So, so, and I, I think that's going to, by the end of next season, people are going to be looking at one Bissaka and thinking... I was just about to say, we said we'll reflect on this, you know, by the end yeah. of next season. I think season by Christmas say, we'll know, man. I was going to say, it might be a lot sooner than it. that. Yeah. And like we said, like he could be at the club for 10 years to come. Look, he's still got, he's still got to do work on his attacking ability, yeah. look. He's comfortable on the ball. He, like he's happy to take the ball, you know, in deep positions and yeah, a bit, bit further up the park, pass it around. Had good link-up play with likes of Pogba and Lingard, etc. For me, just to cap his game off, he needs that ability to just kind of push down the flank and deliver a cross or yeah. deliver a key pass. But look, that's going to come as long as his first priority is stopping the ball down right. that flank. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen? 
opposition teams are going to be looking at our defence and thinking, all right, we're not going to attack down that left-hand side because Wan-Bissaka ain't going to get beat. Yeah. This is where Luke Shaw comes <laughs> into question. So, last year's player of the year, by the last way. Last <laughs> year's player of the year. I thought he had a good season. And yeah. I, I'm a big Luke Shaw fan before I'm about, from a, before I'm about to rip into him. <laughs> but um, I thought he was terrible, man. Really? I thought he had a really poor game. Not in terms of making mistakes or kind of, you know, it wasn't a game where he made mistakes and wasn't doing what he was meant to be doing. It was more so that there's just not there's not a lot to his game. There's just something that's not something missing. Him to that next like level, there's so much like. there's so many yards in front of him yeah. that he's just not capitalising on. And um, I was listening to Gary Neville at the hotel football Q and A before the game, and he was kind of comparing Shaw to Robertson of Liverpool, and he's saying yeah. Robertson every run he makes is like it's the last run of his life. He's, yeah. he, that, that's him. It will bust his guts. Yeah, to get there. but yeah. Shaw's like just. Jogging, he's, yeah. he's just he's just like, all right, the ball's there. I'm going to go and get to it. I'm not going to make my There's no sense of urgency, if you like. But the, th the, the frustrating thing is, Peaky, we've seen that urgency from Luke Shaw before the leg break because he was absolutely incredible just before before that injury happened. Obviously, any kind of injury like that's going to affect the player. But yeah, he had like a season last year where when he was awarded the Player of the Year mm. uh, kind of award, you felt he's going to go away, work hard over the summer, and he's going to come back even stronger um, this season. But from what we've seen in pre-season and, and in the game on Sunday, he doesn't look as though he's prepared to kind of kick on and mm. hit that next kind of level. Yeah, it's, he just looks very casual on the ball. Um, look, it's, it's we're, one, we're one game in. We can't yeah, write his whole season off. I think he's going to still have a big part to play for United. And to be fair, he's the best left-back we've got at the club. So he's got to start and he's got to play. Um, he's part of an integral back four now. Yeah. Um, but I just like, I'd like to see a bit more from him attacking-wise and... Look, he's gonna he's gonna have to have a job there because I don't think I don't Pogba's not gonna really have that defensive uh, you know capability to track back all the time, and I don't yeah. think Rashford is either. And it, by the sounds of it, it looks like Holly's gonna be prepared to take risks in games yeah. where he tells Rashford or Martial, whoever's on that left, to stay high, yeah. and kind of put that kind of thought process into the attacking team's uh, kind of mind of will mm. their fullback come and overload because we could go and hit them on the counter-attack. Um, I just wanted to touch on Paul Pogba as well, because yeah. you, you brought him up there. Uh, we scored four goals. So he had a relatively quiet, poor game. Judge it on it what you like. Mm. Two assists. But two um, assists, yeah, on a, on a, on a poor game. On so. a poor game. What, what were your thoughts on him? And couldn't United continue to perform without him if, because mm. there is every potential, he could still leave the mm. football club? Yeah, I mean, just a quick one on Pogba's performance. First half, there's a few kind of really good, cute things he was doing, yeah. but then a few silly things where, you know, he tries a bit too much and then gets dispossessed. But obviously, you got the two assists, which is fantastic. Fantastic, you know, to get that on, the, on on your first game of the season is yeah. is great. I think he's going to build build his way into the into the season as well. But um, look, he's an integral part of that squad, and we got to rely on him heavily to you know deliver those assists throughout the season. A lot of people felt Pogba should be playing in that one position on paper, if you like, up from where he is now. Because at the minute he's playing alongside Scott McTominay, who is they're the two sitting midfielders. Mm. A lot of people, and I was one, said maybe he should go and play in that number ten role. But do you think he doesn't play there because of he doesn't offer us, say, something like Jesse Lingard does in terms of them legs and that energy and that high press? Obviously, mm. Pogba's not that kind of player. Yeah. So can you see why he's playing a Yeah, keeper? absolutely. And look, we've seen him play the deeper role internationally for France as well, which obviously they won the World Cup on. So um, I'm more than happy for Pogba to take that, not backseat role, but a bit, a bit deeper and connect the play from the midfield to the attack. And even on a quiet day, he can still provide two assists yeah. from passes where he's picking out where he's picking the ball up a bit deeper as well absolutely um and one thing i want to ask you peaky is obviously what you know the headline of this podcast is yeah. uh you said it in the intro dare, dare we say it can you not a challenge for the title 
You know what? I think we're still uh, a way off from that. I think I'm going to be yeah. completely realistic. We've got to be honest. Look, we've got to be because you know what? I've been listening to a few different um, pundits and uh, a few different football podcasts out there, and you know, some are saying, you know, why not? You know, I'd have probably got that possibility, no. but um, realistically thinking, you know, without the rose tinted glasses, I, you know what it is? I still think we're light, too lightweight in the middle of the park. I think we still needed somebody with a bit more experience and, and probably technical ability in there. Mm. Um, but we'll see how that kind of goes as the season moves on. And I still think we're one striker short. I think yeah. Marshall Rashford, as good as they're going to be, and I think they will have both have very good seats. I think they'll both hit over 15 goals in the league this season. I really in the do. league? I really do. I really think they're going to both... be cool, man. Uh, you know, I, do, I think they're going to score a lot of goals this season because mm. I think that's just kind of... Um, the kind of uh, style Ollie's looking to play. He's looking to be playing exciting football, mm. uh, trying to be a bit more ruthless than what we've seen in previous seasons. But I still believe we needed another striker in there. Yeah, definitely another striker. Look, we've said it many occasions, right? It's going to sound like a broken record, but we're, yeah. we're, we're three or four years away from talking about the title. Definitely. I think, look, the, the, the positive thing to take from the weekend is we were playing against, out of the three teams who are going to finish in the top four, United, Chelsea and Arsenal, we were playing one of our uh, competitors, if you like. Yeah. We done them four 0 first game of the season, um, so that's a big confidence big, booster. Big, big positive for the squad. We spoke about how important the first two games of the season were: Chelsea and Wolves, two tricky pivotal, fixtures. yeah, yeah, uh, to, to, to we, get get off on the right foot. Four 0 win as well, mm. you know, goals as well as three points on the board. I think that would have done every bit of good for the mm. dressing room, you know, going into the Wolves game um, as well. Uh, look, looking ahead to the Wolves game, Wolves game on Monday, mm. Um, mm. it's going to be a tough game for the Reds. Yeah, obviously we're going to have the match preview for this coming out uh, throughout the week, uh, so little kind of touch upon on this but um it's going to be a tough one man uh they they had us over last year they drew against leicester in their opening game and they're going to be hungry at home to get some points and get get cracking on on the table and probably it's a fixture you would have wanted to play a little later in the season when mm. they've played their europa league fixtures and yeah. they might have been mixing bits up uh, because at the minute obviously they've one game and they're going to be fit ready yeah. for it um and all the rest of it i'm going to put it out i think i think we'll, all, all kind of lead up to this game i've said probably best we're going to get the draw but I'm quite, I'm some that optimism's back a little it's bit, Vicky. Yeah, I reckon it might be like like a. I'm gonna say it. I think comfortable win. Do you think? Yeah. I, I suppose in a game like this, it, we know Wolves. We're gonna expect them to set up with five at the back. I expect us to have quite a bit of the ball during mm. the game as well, uh, which means we can kind of hopefully dictate. I think it's gonna be quite a feisty bit. game. Yeah. Do you think? It could, yeah, it's gonna be a bit back and forth. Biggest as well. thing is gonna be in this is is how United are gonna be able to break Wolves mm. down. Um, we've seen it in preseason. We've said it back in the last season. We have to move the ball uh, with real purpose, real mm. tempo. It'll be a good test for for, for yeah. Ollie and the boys. And uh, let's hope um, that they nick the three points and keep this good run uh, kind of going on and the way we've opened up the start of the season. Absolutely. And uh, just before we roll on to the next one, yes. um, if anyone's uh, tuning in right now and hasn't seen the fan cams from the Chelsea game, uh, check them out. I've got a few of the thumbnails on, on your screens now. Uh, there were six in total. Really good laugh. Had Fat Daddy on there, uh, top left of your screen. If you, if you remember him from the Cardiff Very game. Very animated. You're going <laughs> to want to watch this. Yeah, I had a chat with a bunch of other uh, fans. We had a chat with uh, Carl from that United family just in the comments at the moment. So we're going to get to the comments in a second. Um, yeah, fan cams were a good laugh. Uh, good, interesting points as well. So definitely, definitely check them out. But, different, um, different points as well, weren't they? Yeah, a few, you know, a few kind of really optimistic, a few kind of criticising players as well. So definitely worth a, worth a watch. Um, should we quickly roll into the topics before we go into the other Premier League results? Yes, let's do that, mate. Cool. Um, it's got Man United van cam coming in saying, baffles me how United fans criticise Luke Shaw. I mean... I'm, I'm I'm being critical because I think I'm setting the standards high for this. I think season. we have to. I yeah. think we have to. I don't think it's um we're saying he's not good enough. We're saying like maybe he's the, he looks like he's a weaker player at this moment mm. in time. Um, but let's hope look with a bit of confidence and, and run of games he'll he'll pick up mm. and uh, kind of hit them levels we, we're expecting of him. Yeah, we know where, where where he can be. 
So we've got that United family commenting. Uh, Andreas Pereira was awful apart from the assist. It was better when he was wide and Jesse is number 10. Just just quickly on that, because um, that United family have made that comment. When the new team news was announced Shocked, man. and I yeah. saw that, we were completely... I don't think yeah. anyone would have had them in or would have had Pereira in their starting 11 prediction for the game. We were like quite baffled by that, weren't we? Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I just don't see Pereira as a main key figure of this side yeah. for the season. Maybe as a squad player, but not, not as a starter for me. Yeah, I, I was really shocked at that as well, Carl. Mm. Uh, yeah, mate, I think it baffled a lot of United fans. Yeah. I've uh, got Marco going with them. Of course, we can challenge. No doubt, Ghana will come in and be a revelation. We will buy in January and Sanchez could do bits. The tempo has gone up drastically. Excited. Depth is the only issue, but we will be smart and keep pace. It's optimistic, very I, I, optimistic. I just worry when we get to the Europa League sort of fixtures. Yeah, it's got gonna, it's, fixtures coming. It's gonna, you know what? Fast. It's going to be when FA Cups kicking in, yeah. and then if we're still in the Europa by then, then it's going to be it's going to be non-stop fixtures. And man. how we kind of rotate yeah. that squad? I've uh, got Madman Moore's going coming in with. Uh, do you honestly think Oli's target is fourth? Um, just a matter of if the players believe they can uh, in regards to challenging for the title. You, you know, being being quite truthful with this, I don't think there is an expectation from the board for Oli. I'll be completely honest. And what I mean by that is, mm. um, I think as long as, I think they're using this whole season as a rebuilding phase of giving these youngsters like Greenwood, Gomez, if Ghana comes in, game time, letting the team gel together. And even if, as long as we're sort of, I think we're going to finish sixth, but if, if we're sixth, seventh, I think that's not for the board a disaster. For fans, of course it is. But mm. I honestly believe that this season is just going to be used as one for mm. Oli to get everyone on board with what he's looking to do. And then the following season is when the expectations can sort of yeah. start kicking in. Uh, comment if you don't agree or, or mm. do agree with me on that, guys. Uh, we've got A.W. Darcy saying, good work, lads. Keep it up. Uh, so enjoyable to slap Chelsea. It was overdue. <laughs> Maguire was solid and so was Amaran Mbappé. Squad depth still a problem for the season. I think we've highlighted squad depth as a yeah. key issue which could come back and bite us. Um, last comment before we go on to the next few topics here. Um, Gary Neville was right about Herrera. There's many... Uh, Herrera style of players out there you know I'm going to agree with that because I said this to other United fans I think Herrera, Herrera was a bit of a myth at Man United and you you also said he wasn't look technically he wasn't the greatest uh, he used he, to rat around yeah, a bit but... he, look he'd he done a job he, I think there's there's a dozen players out there that can do what Herrera does Scotty McTominay yeah do you think like he's, he can do just as good as job yeah. breaking play up doing, yeah. doing the simple look, things I, I, love, I loved Herrera for what he'd done like, he, he wore that badge with pride and honour yeah. um, which you know you can't you can't knock at all, but if people are just going to put it down to just his work weight of running around and saying we should have offered him the two hundred thousand, whatever, I think that's that's being silly. I, I could go on Old Trafford and run about for two hundred grand. Doesn't mean I'm a great player. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I think what it was as well with him is that he was he was the only one who really looked asked a lot of the time. Yeah, you know, it, when United were at their lowest sort of last season, he was the only one who looked bothered by yeah. it, showed a bit of heart, and that's I think what won a lot yeah, of yeah. fans over as well. Before we go into the next uh, section of today's podcast, don't forget, guys, hit that subscribe button mm -hmm. if you haven't already. Join us uh, on the journey to 7,000 subscribers. Uh, give this video a thumbs up if you're enjoying our content and hit that bell notification uh, so you get all of the sort of, um, you know, videos as and when they're happening. Also on a match day, um, Pav has been doing some great work on the match day vlogs on mm. our Instagram handle. So give us a follow. Loads of behind the scene footage. Uh, he caught up with Adam McCola as well on there uh, at the last game. And, and games moving forward, there'll be loads of... You know what as um, well, Pete? You had a few fans DMing me as well. And they were like, nice. uh, you know, where are you doing the fan cams? I'd Brilliant. love to come and meet you. DM'd them back. You know, that's what we're all about. Fans platform. So... Uh, 
if you're ever at home, home and away games or if you ever want to find out when the next show is on, drop myself or Peaky a DM and um, yeah, check out all the content on there as well. Definitely. Right, moving on to uh, the other Premier League results from the weekend. Uh, let's focus on mm. Liverpool. Um, Liverpool kicked the whole season uh, yes, off on Friday yeah, evening yeah, yeah. with a 4-1 win at home to Norwich. Looked okay, but Norwich, uh, you said... Were very, yeah, you very know open. what? Like It's similar to us, a bit of a flattering scoreline yeah. for Liverpool. Um Look, Norwich, a couple of things I take away from Norwich, right? They didn't back down in their style of play. A lot of uh, teams would go 2-0 down and go a bit more defensive. But yeah. they were they were like, you know what? We're going to play our game, attacking football. And when they were attacking, they looked good, man. They like they had a lot of chances early on first half, which they should have scored and probably, you know, really missed out on. Um, so the four-line scoreline, I, would, I wouldn't look at that and think they got battered. I just think they played way too open and allowed Liverpool to pretty much score at will. Also, let's not forget, look, newly promoted as well. Having to go to Liverpool, who yeah, were title contenders mm. uh, last season for your first game. Obviously, quite a mean task in itself. Absolutely. And look, <laughs> Liverpool did look good. Um, obviously, no Mane, but Origi done the job there. Um, Alisson's out for, oh, I think, four to six weeks. Yeah, yeah. I think that could hurt him because he's, he's a big player for them, man. Big, big. Uh, I think he, I was speaking to a few Liverpool fans uh, over the weekend and they said he's one, he's like David De Gea for us. He yeah. puts 10 to 15 points on your board every mm. season with uh, keeping you in games. Uh, moving on to uh, the champions uh, of the Premier League last season, our noisy neighbours as Possibly well. Possibly going to, again, mate, keep that champions tag ruthless, on them, mate. Yeah. Ruthless. 5 0. We, we we've both said it as well. We reckon they might actually beat them, beat their goal scoring uh, tally yeah. of um, what was it? How many goals was it? Hundred and no, one hundred and five goals. Hundred and five. Yeah. But the main thing is, is for these guys, what to look out for is that there's no rest. They don't rest up at all. Yeah. They just full steam. And yeah, if uh, VAR wasn't kind of which we'll go into in a minute as yeah. well. Um, they would have probably bagged a few more. But um, look, man, they're they're looking ruthless. They're looking strong. Are we going to see them? Uh, complete that sort of three titles in a row this season look, look it's it's opening <laughs> it's opening day in it so we can't go too much into it but look they're 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 setting the standard they're the team to beat and i don't see them uh getting knocked off the, that top of the table but they got a tough game against spurs on the saturday, saturday and, so. and moving on to spurs 3-1 victory over aston villa mm. poor first half from spurs uh the battle back with uh Ndombele scoring as well yeah um what were your thoughts on that kane obviously was back on kane, the score kane with a brace yeah all, all, all the main players all the main strikers scored this weekend which is interesting will as well. spurs be in the race for the title at the end of the season or are they going to mm. be another kind of also ran i think that if they can keep hold of ericsson um yeah. before the international window closes i think they're in for He's a chance. Surely to them. Yeah, because you know what? They they well, as soon as he came on, that's when the goals came and you know the, the creative spark of Spurs came. Other than that, they were they were quite poor first half and majority the beginning of the second half. And then yeah, Ericsson came on, changed the game up, and um look that, that game against City is gonna be very, very interesting. I'll say that's gonna tell a lot, man. About uh, about both sides. Both yeah. sides. Uh, also moving on to I suppose the last team who are in this kind of pack of the top six, top seven clubs. Um Arsenal, who are going to be, we imagine, competing for that top four spot alongside us and Chelsea. Mm. Um, one nil uh, victory, a bit edgy away at Newcastle. Yeah. A weekend squad though. Yeah, when their starting lineup came out, I was like, who are these lot, man? <laughs> they had a lot of youngsters. Not many of the new signings playing, but look, they came away from Newcastle with with, with a win. And um, look, when when they get all their signings in, which I think they had a great transfer window actually. And you know what, David Luiz, a lot of people are criticising. A lot of people have been slating that one. I think that's an absolutely fantastic signing for them. Yeah. Look, he's he's worked very well with Emery in the past. He's very versatile, can obviously play a centre-back and push up into a defensive midfield role. Won the Champions League, won the Premier League, uh, won, won the league in front, uh, in Paris. So, look, man, he, he's got 
everything you need as a footballer. Kind of got that experience. And they've got uh, Tierney as well, who's coming at left yeah. back as well. Uh, yeah, look, Arsenal, if they didn't get those two signings on deadline day, Defensively, I'd be would. like, yeah, I don't see him getting fourth. But look, man, yeah. they're strengthened and Pepe's going to have a lot to say as well on, on the right-hand side for them. thing is with Arsenal as well, I suppose, is that it's just have they got enough to push past top four? Probably not, but to break into and get in that top four, uh, they're probably on par with United mm. and Chelsea. I think it's just yeah. going to be uh, a case of which one of them three teams... Peaky, I said it before, man. It's gonna this this top four. Expect it to be decided on the final day of the season. It's It's going to be tight, man. It's going to be tight. Yeah. Going on to uh, another topic today, uh, and I suppose uh, we've got to pay a bit of attention to it because it's coming to play this season, uh, and there was a lot of decisions uh, made by using it. Mm. Bar. How yeah, because you were at Old Trafford. There was no screen there. I think yeah. United and Anfield, Old Trafford and Anfield, are the only two stadiums. Yeah, so if I'm wrong, who don't have screens. Yeah, so we saw it at uh, the West Ham game. We saw, um, obviously, you see it on the screen it says VAR pending yeah. or uh, gold given or penalty, whatever. Yeah, I uh, saw sort of Spurs game as well because the, the newer stadiums have got the screens. But um, United, they had it on the scoreboards, uh, the scoreboards, right. and also the uh, the advertising, advertising holdings. Yeah. But the actual communication, it was like a like a Dalek robot saying VAR <laughs> check, VAR complete. It was it was quite strange, man. But um, how it's played so far, obviously, you know, the the Sterling incident happened where it was like I think it was about three or four millimeters offside. You can see like on on, on the kind of on the screen. Um, a lot of people are saying offside's offside at the end of the day. It but... is, but that's the whole talking points and the debates that yeah. you'd see the pundits in the studio after or when you're down the pub with your mates, you know, yeah. on the on a, on a Monday after the weekend discussing them mm. sort of things. Mm. Three millimetres, like... Yeah. I mean, the whole point of the, the offside rule was to stop goal hanging. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't to stop to someone being three millimetres three offside, millimeters. yeah. Another incident was um, the penalty, uh, the Man City penalty, Aguero's first one got saved. Yeah. But as soon as he stepped up for this, I said to myself, this is going to get retaken here because obviously there's a new rule where a keeper has to have his foot <laughs> on the line when that ball's hit. Then he can jump off the line pretty yeah. much. Um, keeper came off the line, VAR checked it, had to be retaken, Aguero went and banged it in. You know, as a keeper though, surely your natural instinct is, or if you've been doing it all these years now, all of a sudden VAR's come into play where your natural movement is kind of left or right but forward at the same yeah. time. You'll pretty much have to retrain your goalkeepers effectively. Effectively, is, yeah, because yeah. they would have been used to kind of that mm. movement. Um, we, we also saw, uh, I think it was Jack Grealish, he got booked for um, Villa because uh, remember the substitutes have to leave the pitch yes, the at the nearest side, spot nearest and he section. kind of went the long way around. Right. Um, so that that was interesting. I saw. I can't remember who came off during the United game. They were all kind of walking around. So it's, football feels a little bit different this season, man. You know, what? I think that that one. I'm interested to see how that works. Wednesday, United are playing at Anfield, and the United player gets subbed and has to leave oh, the mate, pitch yeah. on the far feels, side of a call all the way around. Yeah, I feel sorry um, for him, man. It's not going to be nice for them. But look, the whole VAR thing. Do you think it's improving the game, or do you think it's going to hinder it in the long run? I think it's just a matter of getting used to it, man. It's like yeah. anything like, you know, at the goal line technology. No one likes change. Yeah, you have different rule sets. And it, once it's a bit more flowing and it's a bit more kind of... It, at, at the moment, it's just a confusion of kind of, is it going to be a goal or should... You know, even when we scored those goals at Old Trafford, I was thinking, you know... Should we celebrate them in case... I'm, cele- I'm celebrating here. I'm, I'm getting on it. But any second now, I could say VAR checking. It's like, oh, fuck. It's, you know, it's one of go. them where if it works for your team, like we saw with United away at Paris Saint-Germain when Dallow hit the shot and it was a mm. handball and we got the penalty for Rashford. Yeah. You know, if it works for your team, it's great. When it's against your team, it's the worst thing, mm. um, you know, in the world. But I'm sure there is going to be a lot more um, to expect from VAR as the season goes on. Absolutely, um, yeah. I suppose that in the long run, it gets them ultimate important decisions right in a game let's yeah. just hope my biggest thing is I just don't want there to be too much of a, a of a gap for decisions to be made mm. I hope they're made quite quickly and I'm sure to, to be fair to if everyone keeps going on about this whole kind of gap in play and it doesn't take too long 
For me, I don't really mind that, man. Yeah. Like, football's not a long game. It's a 90-minute game at the end of the day. Yeah. If it's like two, three minutes to make a decision, then as long as it's the right decision being made, that's that's better for me, man. As long as it doesn't stop the momentum of a team. Yeah, like if we're attacking, attacking, then they thing, get yeah. about a five-minute break. Then, yeah, I can, see the, I can see that. But if it's like a minute and a half or, you know, two minutes max, and I'll, I'll take that all day for a, right, for a right decision. I'm sure they will get it right in time. And uh, like Pav said, we will get used to it as well as the season does mm. go on. Um, Pav, back over to you, mate, to jump back into yeah, we, kind of we've had questions. Yes, on our chat, we've had a bunch of comments since. So, Peaky, let's, uh, let's run through Roll these. Uh, it's got AS saying, uh, Luke Shaw's been here for five seasons and we're still talking whether he should be starting last season for him. That's, that's a good point, man. That's the point with I wouldn't, a lot I wouldn't, of players. Yeah, I want to say last season. He's still got a lot to his game, man. Like, I just want to see the best out of him this season. Yeah, definitely. Look, and we wish him all the best. We want yeah. him to... Look, if he is performing at the levels we expect, then mm. our back four, along with our goalkeeper, we're, we're set then, aren't we? We've yeah. not seen that since Rio Ferdinand and Vidic kind of called it a day. So Yeah, there's a few comments on Shaw. Uh, we've got Lewis Newman saying, genuinely believe Shaw will get there. Everyone's got to start somewhere. Apart, uh, part of me also says I'd like to see James Madison at the club instead of Matic. Madison would have been... I think Madison might be on he the books have, for next season, yeah, man. Yeah, because he would have been an ideal signing. Yeah. And technically, I think he's brilliant. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, Maguire can have a chat with him uh, yeah. in the summertime. <laughs> um, we've got Nahom saying, why do you have an Arsenal shirt in the background? Uh, look, we're, we're a football podcast <laughs> show, man. We cover all clubs. So, obviously, we're hardcore United. But... Um, Got to, got to give homage to a we few also, of the other You know clubs. what it is? We also have to clean the studio up after uh, you know, so we can use it to wipe bits about as well. <laughs> got, the, got the Liverpool shirt for that as well. Um, got Heron saying, uh, McTominay can be as good as Herrera, but Pogba filling in the Herrera space was class. Yes, fair point, fair man. Point. Uh, extra time devils going in with uh, what happened to Timothy Fosu Mensa. Look, he's still with the squad, but I, yeah. think, I think he's had his time, man. Didn't even really see him, you know. Even really pre season, I don't think you got a minute, man. No, and I think out of out of all them, I think um, Axel. I think he's going to be the one. Who Axel's the boy. Yeah, we're look he's to the bring one. On. I think he's, he's going to. He, I think he will be that backup centre back for us over Smalling and Jones as mm. well. Cool. Uh, we've got King Frank going with. Um, if we keep using the squad against uh, Chelsea, I think uh, we will give Man City and Liverpool trouble uh, if we don't face injuries. But look, man. Injuries are a thing Big of thing. football and we we've, we've said it many occasions and I was talking to some of the fans about this as well. I think in fact Daddy made a good point on one of the fan cams. He goes, once we get some injuries, that's when the squad gonna depth's going to come into play, out, man. man. Yeah. The thing is, is we saw it, we were in that fantastic run of form, few injuries and we finished the season on relegation form. Mm. Uh, we have to pray that we stay injury free. Yeah. Uh, Last season as well, everyone got injured at the same time. Yeah, in yeah, the Liverpool yeah. game, we had to make three subs within yeah, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, that was terrible, man. That was like terrible. Rashford carried on playing with an injury but mm. it just do, that was the way it kind of worked for us last season yeah we've got that United family saying that if Pep stays I, can, I can't see anyone else winning the league any time well, soon we made the point of that as well didn't we the yeah. other day about as long as Pep is in charge of Man City mm. no one else has got a chance he's, he's, he's the, the donor of football he knows right how to now, squeeze man. that 10-15% out of his players just, I think it was the, the community shield um, he was just blasting the ref yeah. and it's like my man's getting that passionate over but, a community yeah. shield, brother. He's a winner. He's a winner. Yeah, he, every game to him is a win. Yeah. He has to win. I've uh, got John Davies saying, great to see you guys live. Um, like I said before, I was ecstatic about um, about the win. Wolves will be tough. I genuinely believe we can get the win. Um, we have an air of belief and that back four is incredible. Good optimism. I like the optimism from United yeah, fans. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very, very. And the kind first of up there. time in a long time, I've mm. heard United fans sounding comfortable and happy with our back four. Yeah, you know, and I think now we'll see the best out of David de Gea again because mm. he'll have that confidence in, you know, from what's in front of him. Whereas in the last few seasons, he hasn't had that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we've got Hiron saying a Rashford and Martial can be like a Cole York or a Rooney Ronaldo. Look, man, I, I really want to want to see that happen. For them. Everyone is really want to see both. that happen, man. Um, got Hiron saying Mason Greenwood equals Ryan Giggs. Obviously, Greenwood got just under ten minutes against Chelsea. Um, I think, look, he's going to be getting a lot of that throughout the season. Same, I'm, I agree with that. And playing the lesser kind of cup competition games and mm. stuff. Uh, and I think he will be given enough sort of game time, you know, mm-hmm. and deservedly so as well. Definitely. Um, and then final comment before we move on to the last section of the pod. Um, we've got uh, Chijoki saying, uh, we would have been a far better team if we had brought in two midfielders. Look, man, it's, it's ifs and buts now. Transfer window's now. done. We've got to roll with what we've got. He's got we? to work with what he's got, definitely. Cool. Um, so, Peaky, it's that time of the pod, isn't it? <laughs> this is where I start getting nervous. Yeah. So, um, end of every pod, we kind of finish it on a bit of uh, general football trivia, trivia, mostly Man United trivia. Um, I'll ask Peaky a set of questions and testing his knowledge, and we kind of keep a tally of what, what the score is. Um, my excuses, it's been too early for this. But, uh, <laughs> I think it's 6-3, it. three, isn't it? 6-3, six it's three. Six three, yeah. Help um, me out, guys. Help me out. Jump in the comments section as well on it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So get your if you think you know the answer to the questions, try and get them in before Peaky Beat as well. Beat me to it, and if it does, Pav will read them out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you ready, mate? I'm ready. So we've got a Let's set go. of three questions. Um, it's a quiz on our new signing, so they're okay. quite simple questions. It's whether you kind of if you got the got the knowledge on them. Um, <laughs> Aaron Wambasaka. Yes. Where was he born? South London. I need you need to be a bit oh, more man. specific than that, man. Croydon. Spot on, bro. Hey, yeah, Croydon, man. Fanny's boy in that. <laughs> uh, so one up. Um, so if you get the next one, you've got it then. Then we're doing back to 6-4. All right. Um, By the way, I know none of you lot got that before me because that was quick. <laughs> Let's have a look in the comments, actually. <laughs> was there any hot- you know, Jatin, Jatin came in. Go on, Jatin. Jatin went over Croydon. Croydon. Yeah, Jatin, yeah. good boy. Um, I just got your WhatsApp as well with the answer, so cheers for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny James. Many have commented on his height. Oh. Obviously, being quite a short lad, yeah. Um, against the other kind of against his teammates, how tall is he in feet and inches, mate? Five foot four inches. <laughs> Three off, mate. He's five seven. Is he five yeah, seven? he's five shit. seven, man. <laughs> he, he looks a lot smaller though. <laughs> yeah, he does look tiny. Yeah, that United family went in with five eight. Jatin went five seven. Jatin get it right. Yeah, yeah. Again. <laughs> I, Mate. I went in with 5'8", John Davies 5'7", Cheslin 5'7". It's because so I saw you... a picture of him this morning next to Maguire. That's yeah, I saw one nec- of him next to McTominay and he looked, <laughs> he looked so small, man. Um, and he had them wedge trainers. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So um, just lastly on Dan James, the cel- celebration was mad. Um, so you know much passion, passion, man. man. That was Loved like... it. It was like pure football that yeah. was, man. Um, Right, decider now. I'm chatting. I'm taking your answer on this to pull it back to five, uh, six, four. Right. So, final question, guys. Um, it's obviously in the final sign in Harry Maguire. Yeah. Um, what is Harry Maguire's real name? <laughs> what can it be? What do you mean his middle name? What's, what's his real name? That's a simple question. What is his real name? Harpreet Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, Harry. It's been Harry, the... Harrison Maguire. Final answer. Chatting, what have you put? What's chatting put? His real name, Harry's his middle name. Serious? His first name's Jacob. How many of anyone would have got that? Ja- Jacob. No, because this is in the news a bit as well. When, when, when we signed, there's a lot of articles saying five things you never knew about Maguire. Wow. And um, yeah, his name's Jacob Harry Maguire. Mate, a bit I of never, trivia for you out there. knew that. And I'm sure everyone. A lot uh, of people commented Harold. Um, <laughs> Anthony Anthony coming come in and said Jacob Harry. He's That's right. Fair play. That was, that was, a, bit of, that was a bit of a tough yeah, one there. That threw me off there, that but, one definitely. Um, 
Yeah, 7-3. Seven, 7-3, three. Seven, seven, three. Three, man. We might have to switch it up in the future because uh, Pavi's running away with yeah, this Yeah, we might have to do we a bit of role, role reversals. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Guys, but listen... Uh, that is all we have got time for in today's uh, podcast. Just before we do finish off, uh, just to round up a bit about the channel. If you haven't already, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and join the Peaky Pundit channel on this incredible journey. That's going to pick up a lot of momentum as the season goes on. Uh, check out the fan cams uh, that Pav was doing outside Old Trafford for the Chelsea game. Uh, mixed reactions, about six really good fan cams to so go and check them out for sure. Uh, and if you haven't already, jump onto Instagram, uh, follow both of us. Both our handles will pop up on screen. So give us a follow. Uh, it's a great opportunity for you to see our Instagram stories on a match day. We give a good uh, kind of behind the scenes. You don't get um, that on YouTube either. Don't get it on YouTube. Loads of behind the scenes footage on a match day. So if you're not at the game, it just gives you a good mm. bit of flavour of the day and how it kind of pans out for us. Um, but look, thank you to you guys again for tuning in. Uh, it's been a pleasure, Pav, as always. And big thanks to the partners of the channel. Big partners, uh, sorry, big thanks to the partners, of course, at Duck and Cover. Check out all of their range on the link in the description of this video. Uh, and we'll be back again tomorrow with more content. Uh, but thanks to you guys for tuning in.